This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to Accelerate Your Business Growth, where we're exploring all sorts of business topics. Experts from around the world join me, your host, Diane Helbig, for a conversation where they share their expertise with all of you. Take what you need, when you need it. Featured on Inc.com, Forbes, and MSNBC's Your Business, this podcast is recognized as one of the best podcasts for small business, sales, leadership, social media, and more. When it comes to business, Accelerate Your Business Growth has got it covered. And now on with the show. My guest today is Emmanuel Rose. Emmanuel was raised on the West Coast of the United States. He spent over three decades earning a reputation in cutting-edge marketing. As an author and expert in the field, Emmanuel specializes in direct response advertising and content marketing at his digital agency, Strategic E-Marketing. His passion lies in helping companies achieve business success with authentic storytelling. Emmanuel's unique approach to marketing strategies has resulted in countless clients reaching their goals. Thanks so much for joining me today, Emmanuel. Thank you, Diane. I'm really excited to have a conversation with you. I'm excited to have this conversation as well, and um, there's something that I am tremendously curious about, so I'm just going to go ahead and ask you, and it is about Gen Z. <laughs> I'm curious. Yeah. Uh, you know, everyone's, right, everyone's <laughs> curious about Gen Z. Um, I'm curious, <laughs> in your opinion, what sets them apart from previous generations when it comes to marketing and their expectations and preferences? Wow, there's so many things. The the biggest thing that it's hard for people, you know, my age, which I'm I'm Gen X, I'm 53 right now, um, is to understand that they grew up from day one with uh, with the internet and and with basically a smartphone in their hand, and and so their um, their attachment to uh, to digital and online information and messaging and socializing is is part of their shared ontogeny shared of their their shared history and it's completely different than what happened when we were growing up yeah all right so when when it comes to social media then how does a how does a like a small business connect with gen z and let's talk about authenticity for a minute because I, I have a feeling that's pretty important to that generation. Is that fair? Absolutely. Uh, they're able to sniff out any kind of washing, green washing, or race washing, or anything that's that's you know just just created by the marketing department to look the part. They okay. they sniff that out instantly. Okay, um, great. I I thought so. So so what does a business do? Like, how should they be playing on social media so that they are highlighting? The, their business from an authentic standpoint. 
You know, I, I try to keep it as duct tape simple as possible, Diane. And really what I, I recommend is that you just literally go through the list of donations that you made or the the the, the groups that your staff uh, or your your people go and support with their time or their money and and start there and 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 uh, use those examples of how how your your company's contributing um and and build out content around why those things are important and and how you're supporting them and and that does does a lot as far as uh, beginning the process of um of kind of pulling back the curtain so to speak wow that's interesting all right so you're connecting with them on a on a level of the things that they value as well absolutely there's there's a you know a couple things about about the psychographics of, of this group of people and, you know, and, and how they're wired. Um, the biggest thing in the U.S. is that this is the biggest cohort of racially mixed people that are, are a part of our country. So almost 50% are mixed race. So uh, because of that, that's why the social justice and, and, and those things are, are so important to them. Um, like, like most people, um, Growing up under 25, they're also, you know, very concerned about the environment and um, inequality around the environment. Environment. So, you know, just like a lot of us were when we were younger kids, you know, um, and and so you know they're 26 and younger. So in that respect, they're really uh, still forming. Um, but we have to we have to uh, approach. Um, their their need for 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 equality and justice and and awareness of of nature and and look and see what we're doing already and and then tell those stories all right so so you just said something so interesting that i haven't really thought about which is that they're young and so they're growing they're evolving they're changing what do brands need to do to keep up with that They well, one thing is they need to continue to, to develop um, a B messaging, right? The, there's yeah. not just one campaign, but there's there's two campaigns, and and then the data will will uh, will show, um, you know, what 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 you're doing that's working the best. That that's one thing for sure. Okay, um, and that is closely tied into product development and and new offers. And, um, and so for instance, you know, one of the, one of the clients I work with is a health club, um, chain in, in Oregon. And we were having the conversation, the CEO and I about, um, a program that was not working, even though we're running a campaign that has been successful in the past for other programs. And, I, you know, and the, the reality was they're trying to push, uh, a program that was given to them by them by the equipment manufacturer versus what the marketplace is interested in. So mm. in this part of Oregon right now, the, 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 that cohort is interested in weightlifting. Like that's the thing that's coming back. And so, you know, I, I told the CEO, I said, we're going to, we can spend as much money as you want on this, this program from the manufacturer, but I'll tell you, it will never be successful because it's engineering driven, but let's do something <laughs> that's new and well, quote unquote, new, new to them, 
And that's around weightlifting and nutrition. That's what the interest is. So that's, that's part of the thinking that I go through. Right. Right. I get it. Well, you have to know your audience always, and you have to be able to speak to what they need and want. You can't convince them that they need something just because you offer it. No, that uh, none of us have a budget big enough to convince anybody of anything. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me. It is so true. Okay. So, um, Talk to me some about this influencer marketing thing that that seems to be all the rage. What what is the impact of that on Gen Z? Well, we have to look and see like how, who they grew up with, and um, you know, part of part of their their uh, viewing history has been Kardashians and and. Um, and Kylie Jenner is an amazing story as far as a successful entrepreneur. Um, and she's the epitome of the, of the influencer, both as the social CEO who's who's running the company at some level and and then also as the primary spokesperson. and and I, um, the the concept that's challenging for most CEOs is is just that that they need to be the primary influencer and drive that content on a, on a weekly basis. Um, oh, because yeah. that is, that's the primary way that, that this cohort gets information about what to buy is through social and through friends and through people they know and respect from social media as influencers. Okay. So wait a second. I want to make sure I understand this. So are you saying that the CEO has to become that person? They they have to be out there telling their story so they become that trusted influencer? Or do they need to find people who are already influencers who can share their story? Yes, both. The, the, ah. the, the CEO, uh, the social CEO as the primary brand influencer uh, is a mandate now. It's either wow. do it or perish. Um, and then, additionally, the the marketing team or or agency or um, or any number of ways you can find influencers who um, have a, a lot of different options for either paying them or giving them product and having them do reviews uh, and then turning turning those reviews into additional content on behalf of the brand but um for you know for most small businesses really the most straightforward thing and the most important thing is for the ceo to be telling telling the stories and um, that's success stories that's um, stories about satisfied customers or problems that got solved um, for their customers um, new staff people and what what their staff is doing, as well as occasionally product announcements, um, and why why those products were built. And um, it is literally five minutes worth of video every Monday morning needs to be the first work product that a CEO does, um, talking about uh, something from the content calendar. Interesting. 
This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9, with available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults, with zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute, and available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. Back that fire down, 19. Copy, Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! Fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19. All new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Boy, I, I, I would think a lot of small business owners would um, not want to do that. Yeah. I mean, just like you don't want to write the check to the IRS every quarter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> There's a lot of things we do that we don't like doing, right? And uh, a very you know, good for, point. even me. So I, I have. I'll just tell a quick story. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm promoting the book that I'm writing, and I'm showing the 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 content to my my executive coach, and he's like, "Hey, time out here, dude. Uh, there's there's something missing." And I had built out all this content and I had virtually no pictures of myself or, or, you know, any, any, <laughs> any publicity about myself, because that's just not how I am. You know, I, that's not how I was trained. Um, so it's not second nature for me, right. to be the, 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 the smiling face, but um, so I understand the pain. I feel the pain of the change that has to happen. Yeah. And um, it's uh, if you, if you just categorize it in terms of here's a work product I need to produce, I here's my content calendar, and uh, you know initially it's uncomfortable and 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 uh, and has some edges on it, but after five or six times, it's just normal thing and and um, it's just part of the part of the work week. Yeah, it does get easier. That that is for sure. Once you yeah. sort of lean into it, right? Yeah. So what do you think the future looks like, the future of marketing for Gen Z? And if you can attach that to you know, some advice for brands that really want to stay ahead of the curve. Yeah, I, you know, that's always such a great question. Uh, there's so much that's it's so dynamic. And um, I just try to keep my, my finger on some actual things to the biggest thing for this group, if you want to be relevant, is to create marketing experiences, right? They, they don't want to just buy products. They can do that on, on uh, Amazon and eBay and anything else on, you know, online, like they've been doing all their life. Um, but they want to go in and what we used to call going out, they want experiences, um, but it has to be structured um, so that it's kind of all <laughs> the entire experience is included because, um, you know, one of their gaps is that sometimes they don't have a lot of intuition about how things happen out in the real world. <laughs> so this idea that, you know, that you would have, if you're, let's say a restaurant that you would have a taco fest street fair, and then, um, and then there would be a band and tequila tasting and, and breweries, 
and um and that you're you're creating bigger bigger kind of experiences and events to uh to engage them at the human to human interaction level so that's 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 one thing um as far as digital marketing um i think what we're seeing with the advent of these ai technologies is that there's going to be more and more and more and more content. The content's going to be multiplied by 10,000. And, and so the more that we can in our spaces curate and find valuable content and then also produce authentic content, that will be a marginal utility and will set us apart in the marketplace. Oh, wow. That's interesting. I want to go back to this experience thing for a minute. Do you think yeah. that applies to like all different industries or is it especially effective? Like, cause you, you know, you mentioned the restaurant, which I thought was a great example. Uh, but are there certain industries where you think that um, has a bigger impact or does it not matter? Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think that it matters. I mean, sometimes it gets more complicated uh, because it's, you know, B2B or, you know, you're you're selling spray booths or you know something um, that's that's um, you know sausage making. But if I I just always go back when I'm talking to my clients. I say what we want to create is Burning Man, and we need to create a little bit of chaos and a lot of lot of um, excitement and an experience where they eventually get to touch the product and 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 see uh, what you're about. But that that kind of flash and human connection and attention is um is a big craving that's really interesting i mean it really is different from previous generations and and what they look for <laughs> yeah it is um, uh, it's interesting um and you know there's there's big issues with uh, brain chemistry and then neurobiology and you know, they're they're going to have some challenges um, as as time goes on because of the amount of screen time, and we know that that's not 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 healthy. Yeah. And so there's there's some human interaction issues that this generation will be dealing with. That's kind of a, the mental health side um, as time goes on. But um, fortunately, that's not uh, that's not my area. <laughs> <laughs> that's too big of a problem for me. Yeah, boy, I know, right? But it is interesting that they are such digital natives, and yet what I'm hearing is they still want an experience. Well, they're so, still humans, right? There's yeah. it's that fundamental human uh, interactions. And when you get into brain chemistry, it's like they've been pounding dopamine, which is one of the seven, seven uh, brain drugs that they need. And so they've got to figure out how to get the, uh, these other six and they don't really know how. That's so interesting. And, and so, wow. Yeah. Well, that, that, that's a whole other thing. I don't, I don't even want to try cause it'll give me a headache. Um, <laughs> so it sounds to me like they need to like small business owners need to think about who their target audiences are and they're going to need different sorts of campaigns for different generations moving forward is that fair yeah that's fair absolutely uh, yeah 
and then you know continuing to look at uh, all the 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 buying process and the education process and and making sure to digitize all of it and and this is another thing where I get pushed back from from my clients is um you know I can't digitize that I need that has to be on paper well no actually that you know that's that's not reality so yeah um, you've got to get the whole process so that it, it can be done on a smartphone or on a on a laptop um, in order to keep keep the flow moving easily with with this group specifically but pretty much all of us now just to be market standard sure right so we really have to let go of i i mean it feels to me like one of the things that uh, owners and leaders need to realize is um, isn't Gen Z like the next biggest population or generation after yeah. the boomers? Yeah, this is the biggest. This is the biggest spending cohort. In yeah. Now and yeah. besides them, they influence influence household spending as well. So um, it's um, it's it's critical for all of businesses to. To be to understand, even if they're, you know, uh, for instance, how home loans, you know, they're ju- they're just getting in to that age where they can, um, you know, get out of college, get a job, have access to to that that part of the of living. But it's time now for anybody in that business to figure out how to make sure that it's all digital, easy, accessible, and that you've got a story that differentiates yourself from the the competition. And you were talking before about there there's so many things that they don't really understand about how the world works and so that sounds to me like a lot of um these brands like like you know mortgage insurance whatever um realtors have a real opportunity to differentiate themselves if they're educating people N- not in any sort of uh you don't know sort of way but just really offering valuable information from the, and maybe you know weaving their own personal stories into it um but that feels to me like that could be a really great marketing strategy yeah and as far as content marketing that is that's it is one of the critical directions um because it's again it's a group that will self educate um, you know, they're saying 80, 75 to 80% of, of, uh, the time on anything that's new, they're going to go and self-educate via the web. So you've yeah. got to have some, um, some simplified processes, a got to have some, it's got to be video and it's going to help to have, uh, some, some kind of non-traditional, um, video around humor fails, um, you know, things that are, uh, entertaining also. Right. Right. Yeah. That That's huge. That's really interesting. And, and does that live then on YouTube? Like, is that the best place for that to live? Should it live on their website and like, where should it be based? I guess is my question. Yeah. I mean, usually on those, uh, those types of pieces of content will, We'll um, set it up to be on on as many different platforms as possible. So you, you shoot it shoot it once and then place it around. I mean, obviously YouTube is 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 very powerful. Uh, obviously, right now TikTok, if it doesn't 
uh, oh, get banned yeah. is is uh, important. And then uh, the the permanent place still is the is the website where all this content really needs to go. Absolutely. Let's talk a little bit about TikTok um, in the event that it does not get banned. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of buzz about what a great platform it is for businesses to be marketing, regardless of whether they're B2B or B2C. And I'm curious about what your viewpoint is on that. Yeah, I it, it, obviously it's got massive eyeballs right now. The reach is amazing. Um, and the ads are, are well targeted. Um, so it is a it's a platform that's worth um looking at. I mean, I do have personally have concerns about the terms of service with TikTok and that that mm. part of the the of legislation is what I agree with. And that once, as I understand it, that you br- bring TikTok onto your phone and you you've just released all devices that you own to be um essentially scrubbed, searched um by TikTok for, wow. for data. So it's pretty overreaching in terms of intrusion. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, so I use the ads. That's my preference. You don't. I don't have to have a TikTok account. So my team oh. is, is targeting ads uh, as as the process, and and that has been effective for us in uh, in reaching that college age demo. Hmm. Yeah. That's so interesting. I hadn't really thought about that. I think all I was hearing was do these, you know, short videos and it, it felt a little overwhelming to me. Um, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> just one more thing to do, which brings me to another question, which is, um, is it true that which platforms you use is is really determined by your target markets and where they receive that sort of information. Yeah, there's still age and gender banding um, for each platform. Absolutely. Okay. So, uh, you know, if you're going to reach the the uh, Gen X and Boomers, you're going to be looking at Facebook and Instagram. Um, you know, women are still the primary users of Pinterest. Um, you know, young males are on Twitter, you know, in the the twenties are on Twitter yeah. and then, uh, you know, Snapchat and TikTok are, are the younger generations. It, you know, those are just the, the broad brush. Right. Uh, of course there's, everybody's using every platform. And so, uh, it's particularly in the advertising and that's why I like the ads because you can be very specific for your age banding and and you can make sure that your content goes to and seen by the right people. Oh, that's interesting. All right. Well, thanks for that. That that that's helpful. And tell us about your book. Yeah, so it's called Authenticity Marketing to Gen Z and uh, I go through a lot of what we talked about here um in establishing the fact that uh that a it's the cohort that's got mass amount of spending power so it's worth looking at um b they're very ethical and, and and triggered by ethical behavior and so um small business is in a perfect 
position to be able to access this uh, cohort because of that, because 95% of the small businesses that I know support the community that they're involved in. And they, they support a lot of, of uh, organizations locally and nationally that are important to, to this group. So you have access to them through that type of messaging. And um, as long as you uh, capture this uh, idea of e-commerce and the social CEO, then um, you know we lay out some simple. Uh, I lay out some simple concepts to be able to follow and and um, and start the process of understanding this for for your business. Boy, this is such a huge topic, and I mean, so important for people to learn this because we are so used to marketing in certain ways and just expecting everyone else to uh, buy into it. And this, this just feels like a real big shift. Yeah, it, it takes, it takes some attention to, to update uh, uh, some of the activities, marketing activities. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. But well worth it. I mean, that's what I'm hearing is that it's, you, you, you can't not. Right. Yep. If you want to want to be in business in five years, you've got to pay attention to it. Right. Right. Exactly. Wow. That is huge. Huge, huge. Boy, Emmanuel, I'm so glad that you joined me for this. I, I had no idea. I mean, I knew certain things about Gen Z, but I really had no idea the um, impact that they are having on how we market and grow our businesses. Yeah, it's a, a fascinating transition, and we are definitely living in the age of transitioning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we sure are. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. Will you tell the listeners how they can find you, how they can get the book, all that great stuff? You bet. Very simple. EmmanuelRose.com. That is and simple. <laughs> the book and the my social connections are there and happy to connect and answer any questions or problem solve what you got. Wonderful. Boy, that, like I said, thank you so much for joining me. And thank listeners, you, Diane. Yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yep. And listeners, thank you. You are who we're doing this for. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth, a production of Evergreen Podcasts. Discover more episodes of this podcast and explore others at evergreenpodcast.com. As always, continue to prosper and be curious. And if you're looking to get your sales strategy headed in the right direction, pick up a copy of Succeed Without Selling on Amazon or wherever books are sold. Until we meet again on another episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth, goodbye and good day. I'm a grown-up. Me too. Yep, me too. But you know, these days, being a grown-up can really suck. Luckily, we're grown-ups who grew up in the coolest generation. We had video arcades. And also some of the best TV and movies ever made. We lived the origin of awesome consumer electronics. The list goes on and on. Yep, Generation X. Exactly. And we're Gen X Grown-Up. Every week, the Gen X Grown-Up podcast explores media, tech, 
toys, games, and more from both yesterday and today. Through the eyes of Generation Xers who absolutely love that stuff. You can find us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Or find us on our website, genxgrownup.com. All right, I think that was good enough. I I hope so, man. I'm tired. (laughs) Who listens to a promo on a podcast and then goes and listens to a different podcast? I've never done it. (laughs) (laughs) Right.